G'day, dorks, and welcome into Lords of Dorktown, a podcast all about anime, cartoons, and video games. I'm your host, Philip, and the dork joining me tonight is the manga motherfucker himself, <laughs> J-Ro. How you doing, buddy? Very good, man. I'm glad you're keeping the, uh, the old nickname going. It's going to stick soon. I am annoyingly stubborn when it comes to bad decisions we make about this podcast. <laughs> I think it's a great decision. <laughs> really, I think it's off-putting from the start, <laughs> and at least that's what people tell me. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I think, I think it's just a bit of your flavor. <laughs> I had um I had someone come to me. Uh, it was like a it's like a work colleague that listens. Um, shout out. Uh, and they were like, "Man, I really like the the podcast, but it's really off putting when I'm listening to it in the car with my kids, and you start the episode with saying cartoon cunt." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, that's a rough one, buddy." <laughs> Sorry. But the manga motherfuckers, all right, yeah. <laughs> the manga, the manga motherfucker's good. Yeah, I like that. Uh, so, what's been happening, brother? How you been? Oh, I've been all right. We had a little trip to Tasmania for a little bit last weekend, but then uh, come back a bit sick. So, we're, tr- we're trying to um, trying to hold up here. Yeah, hold yeah. down the fort. <laughs> trying to get by. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Ah, man, that, that that's good, man. How was it? What was it like being on a plane post COVID times or well, during COVID times? Really weird. I guess being in the whole airport was a bit weird, but it's it's quietened down now in Sydney. I guess I guess people are a bit more or less, a bit less conscious of it. So um, it wasn't it wasn't too crazy, but every time someone coughs, everyone gets a little bit jittery. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that, that's that's crazy. I'm um, we're like just started to plan like possible overseas trips and we're like how far ahead do we book and it's like man just we're just not yeah, doing it yet we're just definitely safe to not book think <laughs> i know right? it's crazy um normally we'd probably rip into a uh a what's been getting it this week uh but i think we might give that one a skip this week or maybe tack it on at the end because we have a huge topic that we are covering yeah, today. Yeah, content to go through today. Absolute monster. So, um, with see the final season of Attack on Titan coming out now, so we're like ten episodes into the, into the anime, and we are two chapters in the manga away from the conclusion of Attack on Titan. I know. We um, two chapters. which is insane. Yeah. Uh, so we thought we would uh follow up on our previous uh, Attack on Titan episode, but we're going to cover season two and three today. We're going to basically do Attack on Titan, the road to the final season. Uh, so, yeah, nice we're going to be one. talking a lot over Attack on Titan. Let's let's fucking rip into it. it. I got that intro. Let's hit it. While the conflict between Annie and the Survey Corps and the discovery of the Wall Titans is taking place, the rest of the Corps are under Mikkei's observation. When Titans appear, they are forced to come to terms with the reality that they are no longer safe inside the walls, and that the very people they serve with may be enemies in hiding. Shocking revelations reveal who truly is in control behind the walls, and new players come into the fold. Betrayal, Destiny, The Fate of Humanity, Attack on Titan Season 2 and 3 see Aaron's and his friends face new enemies, learn the truth of the world and the nature of the Titans all leading up to the epic conclusion of Attack on Titan.
Rightio, so Attack on Titan, season two and three, mate. Oh, boy, what a massive two seasons of television. Two huge seasons of television. You can't imagine how much manga I've had to read. (laughs) Yeah, how many many chapters does season uh, two and three cover? Uh, It would be uh, 50 in total, I think. Wow, yeah, Attack on Titan. More than 50. And Attack... Attack on Titan um, chapters are like bulk oh. hours. I caught up to date on the manga. Oh, you uh, did? This yes, week. sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, this week. I banged out, like, I, I thought I was only four behind, but I was like eight behind. Right. So I banged out eight chapters in like two and, days. Yeah, I'm fucking crazy no, of those eight no, chapters. No, no, sp- oh man, I, I'm so hyped Bro, for our final season so episode. <laughs> it's going to be crazy. Um, but we're here to talk about season two and three. So, mate. Uh, we'll break this down into arcs instead of seasons because I just feel like that's a bit easier with you being reading the manga and me watching the yeah, anime. Sure. So the first arc we get after season, the events of season two is uh, the Clash of the Titans arc. So this kicks off just after Annie, all that stuff happens with Annie yeah. and we get uh, the reveal of the Titans in the walls. What did you what did you think about that reveal of the, the wall Titans? At the time, that felt insane. Hell yeah, and I actually I actually saw that reveal on the anime. That was before I started reading the manga. Um, and it was Goosebumps moment when you see the face in the wall um, and Mikasa is hanging right next to it, I think, when she like she's the one that notices it first in the end of um, the final episode of season one. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Goosebumps that's... Um, that's probably the best cliffhanger we get in the whole oh, series. Sure. I don't think season three. That's an amazing cliffhanger. Yeah. So with the with the Clash of the Titans arc, it's it's a massive arc that we get a bunch of reveals in it. So we see, our, oh by the way, this is full spoilers. Season two and three, listeners. So we see the reveal of the Titan Shifters: Reiner, Armored Titan, Bertolt, Colossal Titan, Ymir, Jaw Titan, and Zeke. Beast Titan. Uh, Beast Titan. A lot of Titans. So we get four new reveals of Titan Shifters. Did you see the Reiner Bertholdt reveal coming? No, actually, no. I had no clue um, going into that that they were going to be the two. I, I kind of I knew it was going to have to be someone, but for some reason it, did, it didn't dawn on me until probably an episode before the actual reveal when things were getting a bit shady um, with the two of them. And um, Rhino was going a bit funny. Um, so then I started to, con- yeah, be a bit um, suspicious of those two. But yeah, no, I think I think they did. I think they did a pretty good job of keeping it, at least away from me recognizing it. What about you? Yeah, I mean, the there's like one moment in particular that stands out during this arc, um, where the uh, the survey call is held up in the tower, and. Um, Ymir is like rustling through some some yeah, old stuff, and she picks up a a yes. can and she reads it, um, which it's in a foreign yeah. language. And Reiner is like, "Wait, how can you read it too?" And that moment was the moment I was like, "Oh, yeah, she." Like, he was like, "How do you? How can you read that?" But his face was like, "Oh, how can you read?" She that? can read it like, too. So yeah, that's that's like hands down one of the one of the like the really good like reveal yeah. kind of subtle uh, plot twist moments in this in this season but yeah no i think i think the reveal of reiner and bertholdt uh was was really good and uh, i like the way that once it's revealed you're kind of like oh yeah of course look at them yeah <laughs> just look at look at them bertholdt especially they're, they're the pure and huge. <laughs> yeah it's so massive oh the really tall guy's um, gonna be the colossal titan oh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah exactly 
Exactly. And then, uh, as we were saying, Ymir gets revealed as the jaw tight, which That's is good. a reveal that comes out of yeah. nowhere. That tower scene where her and Historia are on the top of the tower and she just jumps off, jumps off <gasps> knife in hand. Sing. Oh, That's another so Goosebumps good. moment. Yeah, with the moon, with the moonlight. Yeah. Oh. It's, that's a that's a whole really good scene. Like that 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 whole uh, little bit of that arc in the tower, we get a bunch of stuff with the Beast Titan. We get Reiner breaking his arm. You know, Titans coming up the tower. It's really tense through that whole yeah, thing. Yeah, man. And talk about the Beast Titan. Like even in episode one, like um, when he busts up Hans, is it? He takes the he takes the maneuver maneuver. Yeah, gear yeah. Him. Oh, what did that? Yeah, he's. He starts talking, yeah, yeah. Hear a Titan talk for the first time, and he's even controlling other Titans. Yeah. He stops them, and then the talking was crazy. Uh, and then when he, when he six, when he six the Titans back on back back on him, it's just oh, that's fucking so yeah. Awful. When he, like man, that that was like uh, so many things were going off in my head when he was just like wait, and the Titans just like <gasps> he freaks out, and <gasps> the other Titans hiding behind the tree, just waiting to be told he can move. Mm. Oh. I, I remember when I when I first uh, started reading the manga, um, one of the first panels I saw the Beast Titan in, I was like, uh, I, th- I think I'm, I'm vaguely remembering this panel uh, correctly, but I might be wrong. I think he's like silhouetted, uh, like it's one, one big panel and he's kind of silhouetted uh, in the moonlight against the backdrop of like the, the woods and stuff like that. And he's fucking huge. Yeah, yeah, he's massive. And I... I <laughs> I just remember like reading that panel and just being like, "Oh fuck, it's like a it's like a colossal titan, but hairy." Yeah. Um, I thought they were the same size, but the colossal titans. Way no, bigger. yeah, that'd just be the manga. Um, just doing like a little technique to get to make you recognize that he's really mm. tall. He's, I think they say he's like eighteen meters tall. Yeah, eighteen um, meter. So for an abnormal, he's still pretty tall. Um, out of, out of out of all the 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 titan shifters we get in this season, so we've got. Basically, we see all the Titans, but one. I think there's still one Titan shifter that, that doesn't get revealed in this season. Um, do, do you have a favorite or a favorite design of Titan? I um, do, do. I don't know if you <coughs> asked this question in season one, um, but oh, I might have. But I'm, I'm not sure, and, I, and I'm just trying to think in case I already said one. But I, I really still like Reiner. He's still probably my favorite. Yeah, um, I think I think I might have said the armored titan's yeah, my favorite titan, too. Yeah, but also any like the way any uses her titan is probably more my favorite. Um, yeah, that's true. I um, they're all unique. Though. I'm absolute. Yeah, that's true. I um, I'm absolutely and have been since the moment I saw him in love with Zeke. He's an absolute daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Is the wolf <laughs> <laughs> the hair, the beard, the abs, the, the like the round n- nerd? They're pretty. Oh, they're pretty. They're pretty me uh, up, daddy. Pretty dapper glasses. I like them. Oh, <laughs> I love Zeke. So he he is such a formidable sort, uh, like force in this in this Clash of the Titans yeah. arc. Like we barely see him, and every time he's on screen, he is truly, truly terrifying. Yeah, I um, I th- and also like the just the authority he he has over the titans through the series um that for a season is just gives him this different element that the other shifters didn't have or even the, the other like any of the abnormals had or anything like that so it, it was really good um kind of unique trait to him when it was um in season two yeah yeah 
And like one of those characters that gets introduced during like during this uh, uh, Clash of Titans arc, like this this Clash of Titans arc season two is is such like a massive season for the anime because season one like season one just came out of the gate so mm-hmm. hard and it, it felt like there's always that little bit of um, worry of a season two is not going to hit as hard. Yeah. Like um, personally, I, I'm really excited for like um, where like uh, season one of Demon Slayer was really really hyped. So I think they made the smart decision because they made the Demon Slayer movie, which got really, really hyped. So now season two doesn't have to be as have to be as bombastic or straight out of the gate. You know what I mean? We've already had that. Yeah, we've got the you know, exhale it. of the yeah. hype. Yeah. So with with season one of Attack on Titan, like, and as I said in the first, I think I mentioned this in the first episode. I bought this DVD day one. It got released in Australia yeah. just by pure happenstance. Um, <clears throat> so when season two started getting released, I was like unbelievably hyped for this to the point where I knew I was going to be let down. Like I thought I was going to be let down for sure. And then like season two happens and (laughs) I was not let down. Like it's like, it's an amazing season. Yeah. Like the story just keeps getting juicier. There's still Mm. awesome amounts of action, even though like I remember going out of season one, just being like, how does this get any better? Like how the fuck does this get any better? And it does. It really does. And it, and it backs it up with not just, like, super bombastic action and stuff like that, but, like, we get some, like, truly good character mm-hmm. development. Like, um, I want to talk about Rhyna for a bit because... Um, no, not... Yeah, Rhyna. Um, the Armoured Titan, because his whole internal conflict and the, the splitting of his mind between the warrior and the soldier is, like, such an amazing character. Like, that, that development in that character alone, we see it happen... Where he, he literally, his mind splits. Yeah, he actually gets a second for two personalities. It's kind of whack. And, it, and it's so clear on, like, rewatch or reread where you can see it actually happening, where you can see where it's like, oh, no, he's talking about himself as a soldier here. He doesn't remember, or at least he's not thinking about what he's actually here to yeah, do. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, was before he assumed the identity. And then you see him, like, as the warrior, and it's like, well, fuck, no, this is the real Rhyna. And, like, that's a good characteristic that, and this isn't a spoiler, but it's it's carried on up until, like, the end of the, the manga, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, that, that is something like that is... chapters ago. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 all it's it's everywhere. Did did that um was there any character kind of growth or development that stood out to you? Oh, uh, I um I really liked um oh no season it's like season two actually just straight up Yamir like Yamir made the end of mm. that season and her entire story and then the way she fits into what happened um was the most interesting part for me um. She also goes hand in hand with what happened with um, Historia, so um, it probably had a big impact on the story. But she, the fact that she was had a sorry, sorry, it had a big impact on the Historia. Uh, Continue. Take it away. <laughs> I fucking hate myself. <laughs> I fucking kill me. That was fucking terrible. Drop the mic, Phil. Uh, Drop the mic real quick. It's not worth it. No, continue. <laughs> I'm gonna edit that out. It's terrible. <laughs> Let's clap for that. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. right. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, Ymir. Like, let's like, do you want? Let's talk about Ymir. Yeah, and let's fucking talk about Ymir. I want to talk about Ymir and his story, and I want to hear your opinion. Yeah, I. Okay. Are you? Are you under? Do you? Okay. So there's there's a lot of 
internet, well, there was a lot of internet talk about Ymir and Historia when they, uh, when this, when it was first being released as a as a manga and an anime. D- are you in the camp that Ymir and Historia were a couple? Oh, uh, related? Sure. I it was well, it was my first. My first um, thought was definitely like they had a little thing, but yeah. But I tell you what, they don't really explore that side of. They don't really use that as any kind of um, story throughout. Like, any of that kind of, um, um, like, relationship um, and sexuality and stuff. Like, so, maybe, maybe not. Um, I'm not really sure. I I land more, like, way more on the side that they, they were a couple and that, that, that there was definitely um, love and sexualness between them. There was... Uh, mainly for the fact that Ymir left Historia a note... Yeah, I, I think that's a that's that was a big thing for me. And in the manga, it felt like there was so much more <clears throat> chemistry there, which I I think it might have been a bit downplayed in the anime, or yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, the but, manga, the manga for sure. Like, um, there's entire chapters where it's just the, between the two of them. Um, so they really mm. build it up in the manga. Um, the, the anime kind of yeah, it's it's there a little bit, but um, I agree there was some definitely some sexual tension at least from Yumiya. Um, yeah, oh yeah, Ymir was fucking horny yeah, yeah, for she Historia. Was story. <laughs> um, Ymir's backstory comes way later in the manga. It, we get it really early in the anime, but it doesn't come till like I think it comes at like the end of Uprising. But we get it at uh, no the end of um, Clash of Titans. But we get it at the start. Like they yep. m- they did mix up a bit of the order in um, especially in the the arc after this um, as well. But um, I think Ymir is such a great character because she kind of falls... She literally fucking buttfuck stumbles her <laughs> way into being relevant. Like, she does. Yeah. It's complete accident. Yeah, so they they give the... How she got titanized is later or earlier? I can't remember. Uh, it, it is... It is. We do see it in these two seasons. I, I think... Or... Uh, no, I think it is in Clash of Titans. Okay. Or... Yeah, no, it would be because Ymir is, Ymir is dead. Um, Ymir dies. She's dead in Uprising because Historia gets the note from her in Uprising. So yeah, yeah, yeah. They do, they do all their backstory. So yeah, her kind of accidentally eating one of the shifters that were with Reiner, Bertholdt, and Annie. Yeah, like you said, she literally stumble fucked her way into it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But but tell you what, with them not revealing that until the end of uh, in the manga, really had Mm. a different effect. Because the whole, the, yeah, whole it, 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 the whole time, you just think she's another covert operative or something like that. Mm. Um, it doesn't make any and sense. She, she hits it, it. Hits a bit different in the manga, like that. That the whole reveal at the end, who she, mm. who she had to eat to uh, get the power. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that yeah, she's such an interesting character. Like, because um, for me, barely noticed her in season one. I'll be, I fucking didn't notice her. Mm. Whatever, just such a nothing character. Yeah. Not a nothing character, but... She's barely a side character. I don't know. Yeah, well, I think they downplayed her purposely because, sure. um, you know, I think Ymir as a character wants to fly under the radar because fucking obviously she wants to fly <laughs> under the radar. Like, has got like, big secrets. Why would she want... Yeah, exactly. Bitch got, bitch got shit yeah. in her closet. She needs to... <laughs> Clean that shit up. <laughs> um, yeah, like... Um, but, like, she fucking... God, she's alive on the screen when she's when she's on the screen. Like she's 
such an amazing character, drawn so well, voice acted amazingly in the dub, can I just say. Oh, so good in the dub. Um, and yeah, just a really great and character. She's a beast and with her time. And... I shouldn't say beast because that's taken. But she's a freaking she's a <laughs> she's, Wolverine she, with her oh, Titan. She's a jaw with yeah, her Titan. She's sad. What do you think of the jaw Titan? I um, I mean, oh, we could, boy, we I really want to. Fuck, I really want to talk. <laughs> we want to go further. Um, There's just, I yeah. am thinking what you're thinking. I'm sure. Um, yeah. Okay. But cool, for, cool. For how she was drawn, I thought she was kind of really simple, actually. TB. TBH. Yeah, I think I kind of thought she was really gross looking. Yeah, she just looked like a normal small, to be honest. Yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't really have any. Deci- she got. She does have like prominent yeah. teeth, and she does seem to be very yeah, agile. She's incredibly quick. Like way. Mm. Um. But yeah, just kind of gross looking, which is it's because I, I don't know. For me, like I like my Titans. I like my Titan shifters to be like really sleek and kind of more of a refined. Um, yeah, like the way Aaron's kind of glistening and ripply hot, and <laughs> long, flowy hair, and Ryan has got that square jaw, and all, oh, and all oh. the muscles hanging around his face. Mm. Oh, the colossal tight, and stings. the colossals all fleshy you know, and hot, hot and very hot. <laughs> and oh. my god, the hair on the beast god. Titan. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I just want to rub my face in it. <laughs> That's the only reason why you grew up. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, I, that's what I get Amelia to call me in bed. The beast tight. <laughs> <Beast Titan. laughs> she says, where's Leek? Where's oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, back in your mirror, though. Yeah, her beast time is pretty simple, to, uh, to be honest. Like, mm. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not overwhelming, but the way her, the watch the Titan actually does makes up just equally, if not more, for that. So, mm. pretty well done. Yeah, and I mean the the one scene we or the the main scene we get in of her um of her like action piece or we get a few action pieces for her but the the one that springs to mind obviously is the tower scene and like she demolishes what like 15 20 so titans like and like just rips through them and it's just absolutely really um uh I think you put it pretty well when you said Wolverine like really animalistic yeah. just fucking feral yeah, she's super feral Fucking bite and yeah. shit. Fucking sick. Yeah, no, she's, she's God, it's cool. <laughs> um, get, getting off your mirror for a second. Um, with the reveal of the the Titans in the wall, we also get to spend a little bit of a time with the church in the walls and Pastor Nick. Oh, Pastor Dick. <laughs> you don't like Pastor Nick? Oh, at the end of his life, sure. But like at at the start, man, yeah. he was infuriating the fact that he would not fucking say anything. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's that thing where we knew he had the answers and he wasn't. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I know, like, I know that... why it's in there, but I can't tell you. But I can tell mm. you that I know why it's in there, but I can't tell you. And that, and that that scene with Hanji on top of the mm. wall where she's just like literally about to throw him off. So dope. And just so cold blooded. Um, Pastor Nick, man, I I fucking. I really felt for yes, him. Yeah. Like I was super empathetic with him for most of this because um, not like it sucked that he couldn't tell, he wasn't going to say anything, but it also he was really just trying to be helpful. Like he was. Yeah, well, he told them who to look for. So yeah, but, um, exactly. I felt I didn't, I didn't sympathize or empathize for him until later down the track when you figure out like exactly why he can't say anything. 
Um, mm. Mm. So by and by then, by then it's like okay, now I can appreciate the guy. So yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, the uprising arc. Um, not the uprising. God, the Clash of the Titans arc. We get the the conclusion of that arc is is fucking phenomenal. <laughs> it's so good. Um, one of the highlights, and it's a moment that I I know stood out to you because it stood out to every person yeah. who's watched this. Um, Erwin exactly. Erwin's speech on the back of the horse <laughs> whilst a Titan is taking off his arm is fucking. <laughs> like, what am I supposed to say here? It's so fucking cool. But I it's... thought you were gonna say when when Aaron punched the Titan in the hand. <laughs> No, Irwin. that's cool yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, no, Erwin for sure. Fucking, <laughs> Aaron's Aaron's always cool, but like, and Erwin's always cool, but like, uh, there Irwin's was just the something coolest. so. Maybe maybe it's the fact that I've I've always been looking for a father figure in my life, but him just <laughs> fucking taking a titan to the arm and just being like, "What are you doing? Yeah, Keep yeah, exactly. Going. He's such a boss, bro. <laughs> oh, so and I'm glad good, that man. once again you can find a father figure in another anime or manga. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so I'm gonna one day. I'm literally just gonna write an autobiography that's just like the story of a man looking for a father in anime. Yeah. <laughs> Short title: Are you my daddy? Yeah. <laughs> Are you senpai? Sen- sensei. Papa, can you hear me? <laughs> Papa, can you hear me? Papa, can you see me? Papa, can you find me in the night? Papa, are you near me? Papa, can you hear me? Papa, can you help me not be frightened? Looking at the skies, I seem to see a million eyes. Which ones are yours? I gotta do something about him. Huh? Where's Sensei go? Oh, he just went to the store to get him back. <laughs> uh, fuck, that's funny. Um, I'm one. I'm. I'm fuck. gonna eventually. I'm gonna get you a nice print, and it's gonna be all your senpais. In a nice, oh, and you'll God. be in the middle. It'll be that. It'll be that Naruto thing where they look back, and Naruto's surrounded by all his friends <laughs> and all the people he's made connections with. It's just going to be you and all, all, all your senpais and senseis. All the all the imaginary father figures that I've you know <laughs> dreamt, dreamt that were my daddy. <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> um. Uh, fucking getting back onto Attack on Titan. The um, the scene with the scene that you thought I was talking about mm. with Aaron punching the hand. Holy um, shit. the relevance of that scene fucking didn't hit me for so. And long it's actually and, and, and it, it's the relevance of the next three seasons or two, two at least. Yeah, or three arcs. Yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah. The next three arcs. Um, so what what did you think the first time you saw the Titan that you know ate? Um. Aaron's mum back on the yeah, field. Yeah, I thought. I thought, man, when when it showed up, I immediately recognised the Titan too. Oh um, yeah. So, I, I guess my initial thought was, oh man, Aaron's about to go ballistic and fuck this thing up to him. Mm. Like I actually thought he was going to beat it to a bloody pulp. Um, <laughs> but it didn't turn out that way. <laughs> yeah. What was your f- first thought? 
I mean, I was that that whole that whole um you know that whole fight that whole battle is is just it's so unnerving because like everything goes mm-hmm. wrong for both parties. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? They're both like, in the shit. Every, everyone's fucked. Like it just feels like it's so dire on both sides. Like the the armor titan is like barely getting away. The jaw titan is, you know, Ymir's trying to choose between with Reiner and Bertholdt or with Historia, Historia and oh my god, fucking what am I gonna do? And then Eren's fucked and Mikasa's fucked and it's Owen's uh, arms gone. So there's there's so much yeah. tension. And then you see that titan and it's just this. It's this fucking it's like the last emotional yep. wave where it's just like I'm so angry yeah, yeah. and it's you. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, Why is it? I remember you? screaming at the TV. Fuck it up, kill her. <laughs> um, and yeah, and then just Aaron just screaming and just one punch and that the I love the subtle way they do that little bit of lightning yep. whenever you know uh, something tightening tightening is happening and then. The, there's this one scene and I might try and upload it to the Instagram but the scene where all the Titans stop after Eren screamed like obviously the screams activated them and they all look up but they're like um, oh this is such a weird reference have you ever seen do you remember that show um, the Meerkat fucking Meerkat show Manor. Meerkat oh, yeah, Manor do you remember the show <laughs> they used to do scenes where like all the Meerkats would come out of the holes, holes and look to the <laughs> And look to the sky at once. It's literally like that because all all the Titans just go like, oh, reminds me of that every time. But like, and just these Titans just fucking yeeting after after this Titan yeah. and just devouring her. And then straight after that, Aaron sticks him on on um, the Colossus, uh, the Armored yeah. Titan, Reiner. Yeah. It's it's fucking so good, man. Yeah, that oh. was that was actually man waiting waiting on that cliffhanger was actually probably just as big as. The Titans, mm. not quite as like the first initial shock of the the wall. You've already had one massive shock, so kind of handle yeah. that shock. But it was a huge cliffhanger, though. Had you started reading the manga at this point, or were you still anime only at this point? I started reading the manga after season two. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. So I was, I'd started the manga by this point. Um, so yeah, I was burning through that. But this, this, this. The, the climax of, of this arc is it's fucking phenomenal. And again, finishing this season and waiting for the next season and knowing what the next season was, I was okay, yeah. very nervous. Yeah, true, because I'd, I I'd very started nervous. the manga from the beginning um, to make sure mm. I didn't miss anything. Um, so, yeah, I don't think I was in front by the time season three came out. I can't remember. No, actually, probably during the wait, I did finish it. I would have finished it. Um, all caught up to date. So yeah, waiting for season three was huge, especially with the end of season three. Mm. Um, one thing I, I did notice before we move on to the the next arc is um, I kind of hate how much uh, Mikasa cries in, in the anime versus the manga. Yeah, I can't really remember. How, it's, so it's a lot, obviously. It's noticeable because it's not it's, many times. It's noticeably more. It's noticeably more. She she's <clears> definitely um made to be I, I don't want to say softer maybe just um yeah it's just in the in the manga she always comes across as just like an unshakable force of fear oh, yeah, like not a, fear um exactly you know yeah she's amazing but in the anime i just found she was a little bit more softer yeah she feels like a cold weapon um, almost in the manga yeah okay yeah. god um so yeah 
as I said before, knowing when I finished season two and knowing what was the season three, I was very nervous because season three kicks off with the uprising arc. Um, it's a it's a weird arc in the in the manga and well, it's weirder in the manga than it is in the anime. What did you think about the uprising arc? Um, that was when so yeah, I would have been reading the manga and that's when the manga started like getting really beefy. With its mm. word count, um, words on page is fucking insane yeah, during uprising. It, I mean, it was already pretty pretty far up there in terms of any title, mm. um, other than Hunter X Hunter. That gets stupid sometimes. Um, oh, f- <laughs> <laughs> like four pages explaining how Nen yeah, works, and, that's and it's one like, the, it's like <laughs> yeah, one Nen, and then you've got to fucking talk about how the other person in the fight's using yeah. Nen. So there's another fucking eight pages gone. Yeah, so, fuck so me so up. Other, that's the only one I can think in front of it. So yeah, it started getting really beefy. So, um, but mm. it kind of it kind of worked because it became a lot of politics um, in the uprising arc. Yeah, I I initially hated not hated. I it was my least favorite arc in in when it I was reading the manga. Slow. And I was I was very nervous uh, about it being adapted into the anime, um, mainly because like Attack on Titan at this point was like peak or not peak Getting hype, but it was very yeah. hyped, um, and I, w- I was pretty nervous because knowing that um, the uprising arc was coming and that it's it's such a story driven arc and that the fighting titans take such a massive backstep to the in in the show yeah. uh, in, and in the manga like and it's it's this political driven plot driven kind of behind the walls fucking narrative it's it's like almost a different show for a little yeah. bit it's so and weird i, I kind of like what i deduce is like it's because it's the first time it pivoted from humans versus titans to humans versus humans mm-hmm. and you're right it did feel like it did feel like it completely different that's because like it was no longer attack on titan it was attack on like government versus the people or royalty versus the people. yeah um yeah it was literally like a battle of class structure like it was fucking insane um, I feel like they up, but and being the human human on human violence, it kind of felt like they upped the violence during that arc. Yeah, because before it was just Titans, and it was like oh, I can't relate. Then the fictional things, and then it became like human on human violence. I mean, um, during that arc when uh, Kenny slits the throat, like that was pretty. <laughs> that was that, that that hit a bit more than any of the other neck cutting that we've seen throughout. Yeah. The show. I mean, any like as any fears I had of that season, you know, uh, of the uprising arc and it not being uh, good in the anime were completely dispelled. Yep. Episode one yeah. into season three because we get to this day, hands down, one of the most beautiful scenes ever animated or ever committed to any anime in yep. history, and that's the Levi and Kenny um, fight through the city. Yeah. It's fucking breathtaking. It's 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 fucking it's got no fucking business being that fucking good like it is insane it was quite it was almost like they were just flexing saying yeah look how much budget we've got (laughs) because it was it's the biggest flex i've ever seen so fucking nuts i can't imagine the amount of frames they drew or like generated for that sequence because it was the smoothest thing that i'd seen in the show up until that point and in, in a lot of other things like it's smoother than some of the big dragon ball z movies that you get um, that have, oh, that man, have it, huge it's budgets. Fucking, and it's it's so well choreographed. Yeah. It's so well so well animated because and the because there's there's just so much happening yeah. in that scene because we're whizzing around with Levi and 
it does this fucking beautiful thing where it slows down every every now and again. It takes a beat, like uh, it goes into slow motion, and you see Levi see these things and figure out how yep. he's going to react, and then he reacts, and it's quick, yep. and it's, so it's very fast and very slow and very fast, and, and it's fucking unrelentless. Yep. Like it's Brutal. so good, um, and f- that was episode two. Yeah, yeah episode two crazy. into season three. It's fucking nuts. And the fact, that, like, it felt um, alive. Like it felt like you were watching a live action scene even though it's impossible mm. like um and being and even in the manga it was so well drawn um yeah it was beautiful in the yeah, manga especially when like there's very there's close up panels of like um the other guys getting their faces shot off and stuff like that um yeah well we see like um we see like three scouts just die straight away as soon as Kenny Shock, enters the scene. Shotguns to the it's face, fucking they brutal. Cop the shotgun to the face, and like in the mm. monkey, you get close ups of that. It's pretty brutal. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. So that whole start to uprising. Um, it's worth mentioning too that they restructured the uprising arc from the manga to the yeah, anime. Big changes to give it a bit uh, to increase the pacing because if they if they were to do a one to one translation from the from the manga like a panel to panel translation from the manga to the anime there would have been seven to eight episodes where it was literally yeah, nothing it would have been very talking flat, in a room very flat it would have been um, so they they clearly made the right decision in how they um restructured and repaced that 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 arc 100 um, because i remember at the time because i'd obviously read it i was like oh this is a bad decision like you've missed out so much um but now that we're into season four, I'm like, oh no! Like they did the right thing. They've they've just gone from strength to strength. They've they the audience is bigger than it's ever been, um, and it's all because they decided to go quickly into the start of that third season. Yeah, and just to, and because like, and upon reflection, and upon like, because I've done a reread of the manga. I think I've done two rereads of Uprising now, actually that arc in particular, because the first time I read it, I, I missed out on a lot of stuff because um, I think you might be the same, but sometimes when word count on pages gets ridiculously high, yeah. I for some reason I skim. Yeah, I yeah, just start yeah, skimming it. I know I shouldn't. Um, I catch myself. So I yeah, catch I went back and... Some, when I, when I start skimming, I'm like, no, like you got to read this. And then I read it and I'm like, yeah. should have skimmed it. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> on, a, on the reread, I actually got stuck in the middle of that... Um, reading pretty much the entire thing and, and then I'd have to be like, no, I need to start skimming because there's so much yeah. in here. There's 50 pages. Each page literally has 100 words or more on it. Um, so it's a mm. decent word count for a manga. So, I, yeah, I, don't, I think you're not the only... We're not the only two people that definitely would have been skimming through there. Yeah, and I mean, it, it was like, I'm glad I went back and reread it because upon the second read... Um, Uprising arc's phenomenal. Like, yeah. and I like I I've watched a bunch of like um like very, uh like political drama shows. Like um, uh, there's heaps on Netflix that I've like uh, Designated Survivor, West Wing, all these stuff. Yeah. Like, um, uh, I love a political drama, and fucking Uprising's it a is. very amazing political drama. Yeah, if you if you take that piece story and just observe it by itself with all the context behind it. Like it's actually quite good for, mm. for actual, um, for the literal world, it's world building because the, the gov- they eventually have to topple the government. And on the, on, if you read it properly and like you observe it properly, like they're doing all the things that would na- naturally happen during a, during mm, a coup. Yeah. It feels very, feels very authentic. Yeah. 
Um, so like they could bullshit and I just, their I, way to overthrowing the government. They like did it like very methodically. So yeah, super super successful uh, coup d'état. Yeah. Um, fucking so glad I could get to say that. Um, coop. Uh, coop, as I always read it and have coop for many years. Um, before before we go too much into the the beefiness of the uprising, uh, I, I want to just take a step back and talk about Kenny the Ripper or Kenny Ackerman. Oh, what a fucking beast. phenomenal yes. character yes, at the start, and so good because he's he's just. He's here for one season. He's dead by the end of it. It's fucking yeah, great. And he has a massive like he doesn't stick he's around. Like fireworks in that season. Oh, he's so good. And um, the dub English dub actor. Have you have you seen the English dub of Kenny? Um, I've I heard it when it first came, but I haven't really listened to it in a while. I can't remember. Oh, it's phenomenal. Didn't it's commit it fucking so great. Again, English dub of uh, the dub of Attack on Titan Very well is it's basically it's the gold standard for dub in yeah. my opinion. That and maybe Demon Slayer. Like, I can't think of any other animes that have fucking nailed it as much as they have. Yeah, there's only a few that um, are better than the sub. So, What, you, what did you think of uh, Levi's backstory that we get through Kenny? Oh, how depressing. The start of it. It's fucking... How sad does fucking little gaunt baby... Oh, my God. Um, he's he's drawn so disgustingly terrible oh. in the manga. Um, he's so gaunt and fucked. He looks like a, he looks like a dried piece of meat. <laughs> he really does in the in the manga. He looks yeah, like dry meat. Um, yeah, no, it's such a sad start, and then you understand why he's such mm. a badass. Um, because he just yeah just like extreme poverty, and then like just observed Kenny do his badass shit. Um, Kenny's by no means a good guy. Um, <laughs> his his nickname's Kenny yeah, the Ripper. The river, man, he, he rips any. In any other country other than Australia, that means a bad name. <laughs> Kenny, you ripper. <laughs> you fucking ripper, mate. What a ripper. Yeah, what a fucking love guy. you, Kenny. Um, Every other place, bad. Yeah, so I was reading it as an Australian, so I thought he was a great guy. Um, <laughs> yeah, I thought he was a fucking champ. <laughs> Kenny the good cat. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Kenny, what a fucking true blue fucking legend. It's truth, yeah, mate. Yeah, it's yeah, truth. Yeah. When you read the manga, you do it in an Australian accent. It's hilarious. <laughs> Kenny the Ripper is involved in that yeah. coop. That's fucking no good, eh? But fuck yeah. So yeah, fuck me. Um. <clears throat> so yeah, and then Kenny's backstory as well tied into that further. Like, it's kind of their their relationship from the start of that season up until he dies. Um, develop develop really well. Um. They explained everything, which um, gave it more depth too. Yeah. Mm. Also, we get that cool kind of underworld city thing, which is yeah. Was, they didn't um, explain that at all, by the way. They there was like I a think one it's, line. it's explained in the manga a yeah. bit, isn't it? As it's, it's an old a um, area, it was, yeah. yeah, built as like a bunker or yeah. something like that. Or yeah, but but yeah, in one but, in one page, like it's not there, and in the next page. They're in the city. Yeah. They don't really travel to it or anything. So I guess I guess it's kind of a memory flip. I guess, but um, it's it's pretty sick though. I, I really enjoyed that. Um, and it's not the first fucking underground cabin we get in this 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 season. <laughs> um, fucking wild. They do uh, go back to that. We also get place, don't they to hide in the in the last arc or not? They evacuate everyone there, don't they? Can't remember. Potentially, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think it comes yeah. back. Fuck, I can't. It's remember. under a district, isn't um, it? Yeah, yes. Um, the also we get the well, fuck, we get so much backstory in this mm-hmm. one because we get the backstory 
of Historia, which leads into the backstory of Grisha and leads into how Eren got the Attack Titan. Yeah, that was a, that was a brutal... Fucking reason. amazing. Like, I, I, it was... So, I, I, it was almost so obvious once like once they were like oh this is how it happens you're kind of like oh oh that's how Aaron got his power <laughs> and it's it's insane that up until that point well, i don't know about you but up until that point i never questioned how Aaron got the the attack power I because so stupid i think we're fucking it. no it's our dumb fucking shonen brains because you never question how protagonists get they're fucking parents, anything yeah. we just assume that they're, they're born blessed, with it the chosen ones by the, fuck, yeah by the exactly they're the fucking <laughs> Yeah, holier than thou, touched by God, yeah. like fucking. But yeah, as soon as you start to question, you're like, "Oh fuck, yeah, of yeah. course he fucking ate his dad." Yeah, exactly, that reveal was huge, and then it's like, "Oh no way!" Like, I wish my, I wish I had a dad. I'm gonna send you chocolate daddies now. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be my face. <laughs> Fuck, that's good. Um, um, fuck, I completely yeah, lost so my we'll, spot. We'll move, um, yeah, so we'll move. Yeah, and then they had the, like Kenny's backstory as well. Um, yeah. And then so our, him, like, that leads the in, fucking dude. Oh. That fucking leads into like one of my all-time favourite scenes. Um, the first time Kenny Ackerman comes across a Titan Shifter, who's the previous leader, the previous... Um, King. Uh, is it the yeah the previous king that was holding the founding titan at the time? Yeah. Um, is he the one before? Yeah, he is. He's the one directly before um, Historia's sister. Yes, Frida. Frida yeah. went, for, went from the uncle Frida. to Frida. Yeah, that's right. Um, that scene is is fucking great. It's so yeah. cool. Um, you get Kenny doing the badass throw the knife. The dude fucking catching in it arm. in his flesh meat. <laughs> fucking sick. It's so good. Yeah. And then he goes over and bows to him, and then he's like, oh, yeah, I'll serve you forever. Fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, that's that's sick. What did you kind of... So during the uprising, we get a bunch of stuff about the the truth behind everything in the, the walls, the the founding titan, um, the 100-year history yeah, and stuff, like the, the memory, memory wiping. wiping. Like, we get a fucking... Memory bunch. wiping was huge. How, how, yeah, and I mean, again, something I never questioned. Yeah, but it, it, never was, it that was definitely out there, though. Like, it's definitely not something that even mm. fell remotely in line with what was possible in the universe until it happened, I guess. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, did you find the kind of the history of the founding Titan and all that kind of, you know, the the passiveness of the first king passed down through all the founding Titans, did you find that a bit... Confusing on your first on your first go through. I felt like you, it was you, almost you. conflicting. Like she, mm. like they've got the power, but then they won't use it because they believe the power is like the truth kind of thing. Uh, they wanted to be controlled by the Titans. Like what the fuck? Yeah, I I think the first time I I read it, um, I was kind of the way I took it was more that the first king's ideology is fucking so strong and so believed within himself that it was able to be passed down through his quote-unquote reincarnations as the founding titan through the generations which i thought was fucking sick concept i don't actually know if that's the way it's to be read i think it's more of a well yeah yeah on my second read through i paid attention to that and that it kind of like it came off as if like 
there was a there must have been like a ton of history before then as well where like the king even knew that like oh there's general like it's just a cycle of like humans fucking killing humans blah 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 and mm. especially them they were getting picked on um they were getting they were getting picked on is like you know there's the most <laughs> cute way to say genocide oh man those Jews were getting so picked <laughs> yeah, on yeah no World exactly and it is exactly <laughs> that though like the Marley the Marley yeah, it's are fucking, fucking genocide Nazis pretty much they might as well have had a, hit, a Hitler moustache and a Titan at that point. Um, so um, it kind of it kind of came across to me like he it was the only way to stop all the bullshit was to mm. hide in these walls and then put a heap of guard dogs around the front of the yard, kind of thing. And like it's so easy to see how someone can come to that conclusion. And also so easy to see how that conclusion can frustrate so many people. Because, like, yeah, that does stop it. But it's also, like, it's such a fucked way to get out of a situation. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is. And and then the fact that, like, he's he's passing it down makes me think, oh, he's just just brainwashing them and they're all all him. They become him. Um, Mm. So how is this guy so stubborn to keep wanting to do this, like, over and over again? Um, Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. What did you um, what did you think of uh, Ross Reese, the true leader behind the walls, the true, um, I want to say king in the north, but that's Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, fuck it, the true king of the north. He's more like Joffrey. <laughs> fuck, <laughs> I hate that guy. I um, yeah, he's hard. I didn't, I didn't believe him from the start when he starts talking to his story about blah blah blah. I um. Never wanted this to happen. I thought it was all bullshit because you already know about like what the guys back in the capital are doing, and mm. they're they're actually directly taking orders from that guy anyway. So um, Ross or whatever, what, what the fuck's his name again? Ross. Ross yeah, Race. Um, so he's the one causing all this shit anyway. He wants it to be like that. He wants to be segregated from fucking all the peasants. Um, so I never believe I never believed yeah. him when he was like, "Oh, this is how we're going to save everyone." Like you don't give a fuck about everyone, bro. You just want to save yourself. Yeah, and even even Kenny calls him out straight That's away. He's just like, so no, good. fuck off. He's like, what the fuck? No yeah, where way. He does, when he's having the what speech where he's about? putting the knife in his mouth. Mm. That was fantastic by Kenny. That was, that was where I was like, oh, man, oh, I really like Kenny now. Like, he's, he's Yeah, still- man, Kenny was sick. And that, that, that whole scene taking place while Aaron's kind of fucking gagged and tied in these sick crystal caves, which... Reading in the in the manga, I was like, oh, I I couldn't quite grasp what aesthetic they were going for in the manga. Yes, yeah, so it didn't. Yeah, it um, it, you can't visualize it really. But in the anime, it's fucking so pretty, dude. Like it's so good. Yeah, I um, yeah, in the in the manga and after that, when they start using them as torches, I was kind of like, oh, so like it emits light. Or I couldn't get that in the manga, but I've I've seen I've seen a little yeah, bit of yeah. the anime. And you're right, it does look fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Ross Reese, uh, the Titan he turns into. So like after Historia throws the, the vial of, um, spinal fluid on the ground and he licks it up, his Titan is so fucking gross and so cool at the same time. I fucking yeah, love exactly. it, man. This is, this is one thing I wanted to talk about. Before he does that, he says, I can't become a Titan. Um, mm. I can't tell you why. Trust me. And then he then he shifts into that, and I'm like, well, does he, is he shifting like that because he ingested the spinal fluid? Like, it, 
like because he had like a dirty fucking vial, he was licking it off the ground like a junkie, or does he have like mixed blood and you and is that why he can't transform? Like, do you did you think about that? Did you notice that at all? I wow, I actually didn't pick that up. I figured his um Titan transformation was different because he ingested it. Um like the little bitch he is. Um, no, I didn't even think about that. Wow. Because, like, as a human, when they're in human form, if they want to turn into a titan, they have to inject it into the blood. Um, but then his titan also is so freaking massive that, like, technically it shouldn't have that kind of effect or else why why would they have not just made them all take it orally and then create a bunch of freaking... Mm. So why was he a super titan? I never really understood. Um I mean, his his Titan form is interesting because, like, it is massive and it is it's so hot that no scout can get near it, and like it's so monstrous that it's it's really hard to take down. But once they formulated a pretty simple plan, and like um, it grinding itself down to nothing is is fucking that sick. Was fucking amazing. It was so cool. But when it stands um, up on the wall and it's got all its guts hanging oh. out and it's. F- Oh, there's just fucking viscera and stuff draining out of its oh, sockets oh, in its face. Oh, it's so and, great. And, and Aaron's just like jackpot and fucking just throws, oh, throws the fucking, fucking yeets it in his mouth. And also, like, the scene straight after that, like, after the explosion, when it's literally just exploded blood and viscera down across this city, yeah. and there's scouts just whizzing around, just cutting all this meat up. Yeah, it's just like, body. this is sick. Yeah. This season, this season starts Cap it off, off with, with the fucking hitting the last shot, as oh, well. and then announcing herself queen. as queen when she hits the ground. Like, what a fucking boss bitch! Yeah, move. That's it's a king of that's sick. a king of the north moment. That one. Uh that's fucking that's some king of the north shit. But um, right there. yeah, I, 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 um, I, although I didn't, yeah, they never, they never explained how he was so massive and why he went Im- immediately went to destroy the city either. It was it was so weird. Uh, yeah, no, they explained that because it wasn't he hunting for the most amount of bodies. That's why they got everyone in the city to move to one corner so they knew where he was going to pop up on the wall. Oh yeah, no, yeah, you're right. They baited him. That's right. Yes. Yeah, that's that. That was actually really cool. Um, that that caps off the uprising arc. I mean, we didn't talk much about the coup, um, but there's not a b- bunch I actually want to say. Let's talk. We got to talk um, about. Um, Commander Zachary. Oh, that yeah, we've got to talk guy. about the torture machine. Yes, the torture machine. Oh, my fucking, fucking so shocked. Bro, where did that, that come from? Get censored. It went where in. the fuck did that come from? He just, like... <laughs> so fucking twisted. Bro, and in the manga, it's out of nowhere. There's no... You immediately go into that picture in the manga, and you're just like, yeah. wait, what the fuck is Zachary doing? <laughs> it's fucking great, hey? Oh, Yeah, so and that good. was super visceral, seeing that guy in the manga... Um, just upside down with a fucking oh bro, it was so whack. Oh, it's I immediately fucking... flipped on Zachary. I was like, oh, this kind of is like the most twisted motherfucker. And then P- and then Pixis oh, and talks like... about how he's been torturing people, and he knew like. Yeah, I mean, shout out to my boy Pixie, man. Fucking one of the best characters he's through no and through. Joke. Fucking God, I love Pixie, man. Oh, so cool. <laughs> um. The next arc we get after the, the uprising arc is the, the the final arc. So season three split into two arcs, where season two is just Clash of Titans. Season three we get the final arc, Return to Shiganshina. Um, this arc is 
fucking bananas, brother. Yeah. It's <laughs> wild fucking up. Like, Uprising is insane. Um, then this arc is crazy. So the whole kind of pivotal plot that's that's threaded through this arc is returning to Shiganshana to get to the basement because Aaron has the key that his dad gave him after he or before he ate him um, and it's going to reveal something. Yeah. There's, there's a mystery Plus that's been building from episode one. Yeah. Episode one, this mystery has been building. How did you feel about the reveal of that being books? I didn't, I don't, I kind of, it kind of felt, it felt normal, I guess, because like Krishna was a doctor and back then they'd have to write in books all the time. I presumed it was going to be research. Um, okay. I've, and this is the thing in the 10 years I've been with my wife. This is the thing we've argued the most about. (laughs) Go on. (laughs) I, I was so fucking let down by the reveal that in the basement was books. And don't get me wrong. The stuff that's in the book is is great, and yeah. I, I love how much information and like that unlocks so much. Um, but it's like uh, it's like fucking waking up Christmas morning. You're rushing out to the tree, and you see this big elaborate thing wrapped in paper, and it rattles and it rolls, and it it's got a jingle when you shake it, and you don't know what it is, and it's so exciting and so mysterious. And then you unwrap it, and it's fucking. Guinness World Records 2000 edition. Like, it's just, like, it's cool, <laughs> but it's it's a book. You know what I mean? Like, it's fucking... Um, well, so, what, what, what but, would you have preferred? Do you have, did you have any expectations at all? In my head, I was expecting, like, a Titan research facility or something. I, like, in my head, I'd built it up. Like so, a some, idiot. so, like, um, some fetuses in some, a vat of floating liquid. Perfect. Yeah. Some bubbles and shit, yeah, you know. Fucking, you know what I'm talking about. Some little, real animated little baby nonsense. colossal um, titan that's going to pop out and follow follow the gang around again, yes. like a little min, uh, yes. That would have been dope, that's actually. What I want. No, <laughs> no, it wouldn't have been. It would have ruined the whole series. Um, Amelia wants me to <laughs> let everyone know because we we're doing the notes together. So she made me made sure I add this one. Uh, Amelia wants me to let everyone know that I am wrong. It's a great reveal. Books are cool. Um, and it defines the entire world. I'm a big dickhead. <laughs> so, I honestly, I, I, I might agree with. Like, I guess, I guess, yeah, books okay. like they're going there in search of knowledge, and books are the yeah books are the like the key mark of uh, knowledge. All right, you fucking nerd. So, Calm down. I mean, they didn't Fuck have iPads yeah. or laptops, so I, I kind <laughs> of expected a book. Um, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. But I mean, those those books just fucking unlock so much. Photos as well. Oh my god. Yeah. So that that's the kind of moment we finally realize the scope of this world, and it it's it's literally like um, pulling the the curtain yeah. off the entire rest of the world. Like it's like, oh no, this is just a small island off the coast of a massive continent. They're as, as advanced as you know, not as advanced as us, but they've got cars and blimps and. No, they're definitely shit. more technolo- technologically advanced uh, than Paradise Island. Yeah, well, it's it's like a thriving society. It's just like the world, like it's you know industrial. what I mean. Whereas they're still mm. they're still uh, horses and car- carriages. So yeah. Um, during during the return to Shiganshana arc, I I think it's probably one of the tensest, um, s- uh, like moments in the in the series so far with them 
being in Shiganshana and real knowing that Reiner and Berthold are yeah. there and the Blaze Titan, but just not knowing where they are and like when they're searching the walls to see them hiding, like to find out if they're hiding in the walls, yeah. and you, there's that one scene where you just the dude's tapping, 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 and you hear that hollow sound as he yeah. taps on the walls, and then fucking <laughs> Reiner just bursts yeah. through and skewers that dude. It's it's so well done, man. It's fucking unbelievable. Yeah, no, tense moment indeed. <laughs> mm. And then, and but then it's just Rhino, and you don't know where Berthold is the entire fucking time. And, uh, and like the the whole the way that mm-hmm. all plays out, like it's so strategic because um, immediately everything goes to shit creek because you know Reiner and uh, Reiner and Aaron are fighting and they're fighting in the middle, so they're not surprised by Berthold. But then the Beast Titans there, and he summons a wall of Titans, yep. and they're escapes blocked they've got to save their horses and there's so many moving parts and it's fucking dire yeah how, how hectic when he like blocks their escape route he's just like hook <laughs> oh man he's got the best and he does that, that like um, he does that he does that like super anime baseball throw where it's like the leg goes up yeah. the arm goes up and it's yeah. like to oh, be explained why fuck yeah um, but yeah when he's doing it I'm like when when he like first does the baseball throw you you kind of just like what the fuck is he throwing it like a baseball for he's titan yeah then, that's fucking super real too and it kind of it kind of yeah. makes sense why um, yeah exactly um the him doing the baseball throws when he's breaking up the rocks and throwing it as like a scatter yeah, shot in the anime you see when that hits the town you see little puffs of red yeah. mist all through that and it's just like it's so fucking... The first time I watched it, I was like, what's that? And then I was like, oh, that's it's blood. everywhere. That's human beings being fucking disintegrated by yeah. rocks. It's like, oh, it's so fucking good. <laughs> Brutal, yeah. Cause, yeah, oh. think of that in the manga. I'm going to have to watch that one. Yeah, so we, we get um that, that, whole, that whole scene, that whole kind of... That whole arc is building up to the final charge Erwin does... With the you know the majority of the scouts, like Ooh, yeah. basically well, every scout, <laughs> yeah, well nine survive. We get flock and the rest of them basically. Yeah. Um, can I just say, I don't know if this is a spoiler, but flock can suck my Bro, dick. <laughs> that's like man, we were such on on the same wavelength because when you said it, I was like, I'm not gonna say this, but fuck flock, <laughs> fuck fuck that guy. <laughs> Isn't it a um, girl? Either way. Fuck That's it. a good I don't question, care. Uh, um, <laughs> but um, that that Irwin's Irwin's final charge though is truly truly touching. Like it, it's really just sad. Yeah, pretty brutal what happens with him. So, mm. um, but then you know it pays off because we get fucking Levi just eviscerating the beast. Yeah, chopping him to shreds, bro. Like, it's not even a competition. Yeah. Like, I honestly thought there would be a bit more of a competition between the two, but there, there's nothing. Levi is so outclassed. Yeah. Uh, just, he outclasses fucking... If it's a Titan, he wins. Like, there's no losing yeah, it was, when it comes it was to Levi. Because, like, oh, I guess with the Kenny stuff, he kind of boosted up your image of him again. But it was still, yeah. still starting to seem like Titans were outpacing humanity. And then with, mm. with the Beast Titan, obviously... But then along comes Levi, and instantly you're just like, "Oh no, the humans are still on top here because they've got they've got Levi, um, who's an absolute." Yeah, well, I mean, he and he's so surgical. Like that scene, he's like, he goes tendons, fucking um, arm tendon, like leg tendons, arm tendons, neck, rip him out, yep. done. That's it. 
It's it's fucking surgical. It's like sing, 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 done. You, you're done, mate. It's yeah. over. Oh, it's so yeah, great. Mate, he's an absolute um, beast. Um, but and it and was, he that, made it seem like it was worth them all sacrificing themselves too. I mean, I at the time, like when I was first reading that, I was like, oh, well, it is worth it. Like Erwin sacrificed himself. What he wanted was the Beast Titan. The Beast Titan's there. But then we get the fucking Cart <laughs> Titan rushing in, who Biggest shock by ever. far is my least favorite Titan. Oh. I fucking hate the Cart Titan. It looks so gross. Is it a Titan? It. Is it a Cart? Is it a crocodile? I don't I'm, know. <laughs> And it, the, I mean, it is cool. Like its abilities are cool because it can stay in Titan form for like months. Like it's so durable. Yeah, yeah, hella durable, and um, it can mm. go in and out infinitely, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Oh fuck, we we need to talk after this, by the way. <laughs> Just fuck, we need to yeah, talk. That, that was a bit of a spoiler. Um, um, yeah. No, no, it wasn't a spoiler. That's barely a spoiler. That's barely fucking anything. Yeah. What about what about um, like, and then Bertholdt's release, like when he comes out. They yeah, I mean, there. being in the... That's fucking sick. Like, Bertolt's the the actual Colossal Titan shifting, like, it being just a nuclear yep. bomb is fucking so pretty. So scary, too. Yeah. Like, it's so like, OP. I legitimately thought Hanji was gone. Yeah. Like, I was just like, fucking everyone's everyone dead. That's it. Dead for sure. Mm. And, like, Attack on Titan's the kind of story that could have done that. Like, it's it would have been... Yeah. You know, it wouldn't have been out of character. Oh, well, wouldn't have been out of left field for them just to be like, well, fucking, that's yeah. it. <laughs> fucking. We've only got a few characters Uh-oh. left, but I'm happy to get rid of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, the Armin, Armin in this, this, this final, final arc in season three is truly, truly sad to watch. Yep. Yep. The end, the, the whole, the whole decision between him and Erwin. How did you think that was going to go the first time? It was for me. I honestly thought it was going to Erwin. Yeah, I I thought I thought no no way Levi's not going to give it to Erwin. Yeah, and I thought I I did think like obviously it, it was written like this to make it happen. Like I did think that up until he has that like flashback thing where he's like calling out to a past memory, and then you see yeah you, that's then true. You see I mean, I just be Erwin. Like, oh, okay. Erwin was pretty done. Like he was pretty defeated at that point. And his, his character arc through, through this whole series is, is really great because he's so idealistic and so he's right. Like it's so rare for a character like him to be right all the time. And he is, he, he doesn't make a bad decision. I think, but, and it's not like every decision he makes is right. Like he always bets everything on himself and he's always right. Yeah, he he's never once. I mean, he was potentially. You could probably say he was wrong to sacrifice himself so Levi could take out the Beast Titan, but he did take out the Beast Titan. And um, as we see, um, you know, from now on, it's it's this isn't a spoiler, but from now on, the fear of God is put into everyone when it comes to Levi. Oh yeah, he is genuinely ter- like they know that they're outclassed now, yeah, like. Yeah. Um, even though Levi failed to capture him at that point, like Zeke, Zeke still worried the, about him, hundred percent. Oh yeah, as if you would not be. Like he's fucking phenomenal. Yeah, he he literally diced him up like cabbage. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so great. Um, this season, like the the season wraps up with the kind of um, them. We get like a year time skip. Uh, we get you know. 
they've eradicated the titans on the world. They've got well, the yeah. books. What's, what's that um, thing called? The Executioner? Or? The Executioner, yeah, yep, yep. Contraption. It's <laughs> sick, right? It's fucking wicked. Yeah, yeah. It looked really cool. Um, so, yeah, they've they've killed all the Titans. They do something that I think is is really cool, um, and they just release all the information to the public straight away. Yep. They're like, radio, this is what we know. We don't keep secrets. Fucking here's everything. The previous regime kept everything a yep. secret. Fuck it. We'll tell you everything. Yeah, because this is this was the um, threat of you all losing your memories anyway, so... Yeah, exactly. So, so that 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 was really sick. So we get the one year gap, and the the season rounds out with the scout regiment finally achieving the goal that was set by Armand, um, Eren, and Mikasa in episode one yeah. of reaching the ocean. And, and it's it's a really really great touching scene that is like finalized with probably the most chilling sentence ever uttered in Attack on Titan, with Eren looking out over the ocean and asking. Um, if he kills everyone on the other side of the ocean, will he be free yeah. then? And it's like, oh fuck, dude, fucking. That <sighs> can't we just enjoy super the water? Super <laughs> significant because he's standing there, achieved his goal, his dream. He can't, even, and he's visually not appreciating it. He, he's, you, you can just see he's just like he, he's completely changed from the start. That's that. It's it's an instant summary of how he's changed. He's gone from his goal, and now it it means nothing to him. Because he exactly what he says, he doesn't feel free at all because he knows that there's stuff. Well, yeah, and that they're attacking them. Yeah, exactly. Like the threat of the Titans was never the actual yep. threat. The threat was the people who were sending the Titans. Yep. Like you know yep. what I mean? It's a, it's like the pullback and reveal that the real enemy was the enemy you never knew about, and it's fucking way bigger and way scarier than you thought it yep. was. Like exactly, it's, they've they've only conquered, it's such a chilling end. Their own little front yard. And he re- he no- he realizes it as well. He realizes that no way that the threat's over. Just because they've every everyone thinks that uh, we've killed all the Titans, sweet, uh, we've got no more issues. And Aaron's pretty much the only person who's standing there going, "Oh, we've solved nothing. Nothing's mm. changed." Mm. We also like we um, uh, I I do want to wrap up this 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 topic for a, a minute, uh, in a minute. But I, I do want to just jump back and quickly um. Aaron realizing what he needs, like Aaron realizing that um, Historia having royal blood is the key to unlocking his founding Titan ability, um, and the scene of Aaron kissing Historia's hand and oh, realizing yes. something yeah. is is an amazing scene. That when it even first played out, I was like, oh, okay, that's relevant. Like that's yeah. okay. If I can put a pin in this one. We'll we'll be back it, here. It's, it's we'll be back biggest. here, guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. That that's that's really great and so so well done. Um, Attack on Titans obviously getting it. There, there's no question in anyone's mind that is yeah. getting it. My big question to you to finish off this topic is now that we're in the final season, and now that it has become the highest rated show in the yeah. world, um, do you, John Rowe, the manga motherfucker himself, do you think it is going to stick the landing? We've got two chapters left, um, mm. according to Philip News. We've got two chapters left. I was not aware of that. So no, when that, you, that's, when you that's, said that's, it, I had a bit of a heart skip. Um, no, two chapters, so, it is confirmed by the yeah, author. Yeah, so two chapters is going to be... I, I'm, I'm super worried that... I hope they're beefy, like more than beefy chapters, because I don't feel like they, they're going to wrap it as well. The climax of this final arc is... Ballistic and is going to stick a landing with everyone, 
Uh, I just really yeah. hope that they yeah. can tie all the loose ends up within that to those two chapters because I presume next chapter is going to be the finale of the actual arc. And then, and then a chapter after that to be kind of a, a wrap, wrap up. up. What's yeah. happening? Where are we? Yeah, yada, yada, yada. Um, yeah. If they can do that really well, then this is going to be a masterpiece from end start to finish. If. Uh, that's a big if as well because two chapters is not a big it? Is it though? Is it though? Well, is, it, last, is it a big if? For because... a lasting wrap-up and something that's truly memorable, it might. I hope it's enough. I really do. Well, see, I was... I was me and my wife have, have spent basically the last month talking about this. Like, is it, the big question, is it going to stick the landing? Is is Attack on Titan able to pull this together and um, and just be good throughout? And, you know, we were nervous back in Season 2 about Season 3. Um, we were nervous about Uprising. We've been nervous about these things, but we've been proven Always time and yeah. time again... They pull it out. They pull it out every time. And this final season of the anime, it's got a lot of shit stacked up against it. They had a studio change, you know. Um, The the new studio handling at MAPA is an amazing studio and they're doing amazingly well. Um, They're completing a season of anime without the manga being finished yet. So there's a lot of stuff stacked up against this. Um, But fuck, I think it's going to do it. And knock on wood, fucking, I, I hope I'm right here. I think it's going to do it, man. And I really hope it does because if it does, man, this is it. This is the anime that is rocketing through into pop culture. This is the anime that will be... Oh, it's go. It's not, number one. There's, it's it, yeah. number one, baby. It's number it's, one. It's it. There's no and more Naruto, Dragon it, Ball, Bleach bullshit. Attack no, on it's, Titan it's Attack on Titan. And if it sticks the landing, it'll be... It'll be it. It it's it. It'll be better than Game of Thrones. It will be better than better than Game of Thrones. Game yeah, of Thrones dog better. Dog um, boys at the end. <laughs> yeah, fuck Game of Thrones. Um, we should probably wrap up talking about um uh, Attack on Titan because we've been going for fucking no, ages. So it deserves we it. do have it really a deserves it. <laughs> it does. Um, we do have a multi cheese section that we'll rip into. So let's do that. Yep. Ah, the Moldy Cheese segment. This is the segment of the show where we take a look back on the various shows that aired on Cheese TV and we decide whether it's aged like fine cheese or if it's just plain mouldy. This week on the menu, it's Rugrats. Let's hear that intro. Rugrats. Damn, yeah, boy. Hey, Rugrats gets it. Fucking Rugrats, motherfucker. Uh, Rugrats is an American animated television series created by Arlene Klatsky, Gabor Kupsko, and Paul Germain. I pronounced at least two of those names wrong. Uh, for Nickelodeon, this show... 
<laughs> second last the show focuses on a group of toddlers, most prominently Tommy, Chucky, twins Phil and Lil, and Angelica, and their day-to-day lives, usually involving life experiences, becoming much greater adventures in the imagination of the main characters. Fuck, man. Rugrats rules. I fucking... Yep. Holy shit, Rugrats is so good. Rugrats is the OG, or one of the OG cartoons from childhood. Man, and it's like... Nickelodeon, for sure. In, in doing research for this, man, Rugrats um, gained over 20 awards during its 13-year run, including four Daytime Emmy Awards, six Kid Choice Awards, and it's got its own star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Really? Rugrats is... Yeah, it's fucking huge, man. It's so good. Everyone knows Rugrats, bro. Dun, 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 and, like, dun, 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 not only is it a fucking dun, 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 ripper series, it also had three movies. So, in 1998, the Rugrats movie was released, um, which introduced uh, Dill, Tommy's little brother, to the show... Uh, worldwide, it grossed 140.9 million um, against a 24 million budget. So we fucking made Bang. so much money. Yes. Uh, um, uh, released to mixed reviews from the critics. Uh, in 2000, it had a sequel, Rugrats in Paris, which is my favorite right. of the three. How good is Rugrats mm. in Paris? Mm. I see London. So I see France. I see Coco's underpants. <laughs> it's so good. Um, I'll never forget so that as a child. <laughs> No, and it uh, introduced uh, three new characters. So we get Kimmy, Kira, and Fifi. Kimmy would be Chucky's sister. Kira would be Chucky's new mum. And Fifi would be Spike's new best friend as Chucky's dog. Chucky being my favourite character, that movie hit me so hard. Yeah. Um, it's fucking it's so good. Yeah, that was a dope. Oh. I mean, I can still remember pretty much most of it, um, which is surprising. I mean, Rugrats, man, I'll never forget. It's so good. And there is a third movie, so... Um, the, uh, sorry. So the box office was, it was also the, f- uh, Rugrats in Paris was also a box office success and received the most critical reviews, uh, positive reviews of the, um, uh, from the critics when it got released out of all three. Uh, the third movie was Rugrats Gone Wild released in 2003, which was a crossover between oh, Rugrats yes. and the Wild Thornberries, right, which is a series sweet. we actually won't hit on um, this segment, which is a shame, but we will hit it one day eventually. Yeah, the Wild Thornberries were dope. Oh, I fucking love the Wild Thornberries, <laughs> man. Oh, it's so good. Um, uh, so all three movies, uh, the Rugrats film trilogy grossed $299.6 oh, million so dollars worldwide. Money. So much money. Oh, it's a fucking bullshit amount of money. So um, for this segment, I, I the religious rule of three is is what we stick to. I watched probably about thirty episodes of Rugrats in the last holy the last shit. week. Did you end, did oh, you man. end up taking a peek at that when they're teenagers? Uh, Rugrats all grown up. Yeah, I looked at a few things and I thought about talking about it, but I think we actually will hit that series. Um, at a later date, a much later, or not that later date, um, if we ever transitioned from Toasted TV, uh, from Cheese TV Toasted. to Toasted TV, because that, that, that was Fair hitting enough, on Toasted yeah. TV. Semantics um, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, semantics. <laughs> the Rugrats, man, it's it's just as good as you remember. It's There's so many great characters. It's, it's so fun. <laughs> uh, it's, it's just so good, man. There's, there's really nothing I can say that hasn't already been said, or the, the person, the people, list, the dorks out there listening are thinking right now, um, Tommy's dad is like my spirit animal. Stu. He's just a, he's just a tired, tired dad trying to do his best. You know, <laughs> super, you look back at him and you're like, oh man, either they're like super, super ragged, or they've both got crippling drug addiction. <laughs> no, they're depressed. Yeah, they're they're super actually depressed. depressed. 
It's, it's so <laughs> fucking great. No, Man, only Chucky's so dad good. is funny. And the, Phil and Lil's mum is hilarious. Oh, <laughs> so great. I loved Phil. I fucking loved Phil. And like Chucky's dad is like, bro. Yeah. And like in the movie, the Rugrats in Paris movie where he finally gets a girl oh. and she's like fucking smoke show too. Yeah. It's like, damn, Chucky. Yeah. <laughs> fucking good on you, bud. Um, Man, Rugrats rules. It, this is fucking the least moldy show we've ever reviewed. It's fucking so good. Yep, yep, straight up. I, I love Rugrats still. I can even remember the uh, PlayStation 1 video game. I remember playing And there was... Was it Rugrats? I think maybe Rugrats had a Game Boy game that I played the absolute shit out yes. of. <laughs> fucking so good. Um, so yeah, 10 out of 10. Obviously not moldy. This is getting everything. It's fine as fine ass cheese, motherfucker. Mm. Cover all 9,000 taste bud. Aerate it. Warm it up. Driving up that top note. That cream, pure vanilla, sweeteners. Mm, that's a ten. Radio, that's a ten, dorks. Um, before we wrap up, we do have two quick things we got to get to. A very big bit of news came out today. Uh, do you wanna do you wanna hit that news, Jero? Yes, sir. The um, so Nickelodeon came out today and has just was it today or yesterday? I think it was late last night. Late last yeah. night, yeah. And have announced that they have opened up a new studio, and its name is Avatar Studios, baby. Woo! Woo! With? With who? With the original creators. Yes! Oh, fuck yes! Oh, bro, man. Because if they weren't the best there, news I've had all year. Matter. But, bro, oh, my God. Can you, can you believe the original creators of Avatar are putting real stuff into the avatar universe and we're gonna see it more oh my god phil oh man i'm so hyped um and they in their announcement they said avatar series they're building the avatar universe they've got the original creators back man this this can only mean good things like i i can't see how this is in any way gonna be bad like it's it's so good and i'm so hyped for what they're gonna come and already so many speculations on what they're going to be. Yep. Um, we were talking today, like they could cover the hundred year war. They could cover previous avatars, you know, the gap between the Le- gap. Uh, there's, there's so many things they can cover, like such a rich history. Um, I'm, I'm so excited. Himself, he's so excited. Oh, Tyson fucking just woke up coming everywhere today. <laughs> just fucking <laughs> red hot. He's so fucking excited. <laughs> Um, the second thing we need to get to is, buddy, this is the last episode that will come out before March Madness. Ooh, um, yes. Dorks, get hyped. March Madness is around the corner. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, um, for the entire month of March, we are doing March Memory Madness. We're hitting all the old school topics. We're hitting the big dogs of old school anime. We're talking Pokemon. We're talking Yu-Gi-Oh!, we're talking fucking Digimon, brother. Digimon. It is going to be redonkulous. So Digimons excited. are the champions. Yeah. Uh, I'm so excited, man. So make sure you are on the socials. Make sure you are following this podcast. Make sure you're leaving us a review so we're popping off into other people's feeds. Um, March Madness is going to be huge. We've got a lot of fun and fucking sick topics coming. I'm so hyped for this one. Very exciting, um, very exciting, very exciting. 
John, it has been an absolute pleasure to have you on here, buddy. Thank you. Um, yeah, brother. Let's fucking wrap this shit up. So follow us on the socials at Lords of Dorktown on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Twitter scares me. Facebook is dead, so Instagram's the place to be. Um, leave us a five-star review on whatever you're listening to. It helps get this podcast out there. It, it means the world to us. If you want to get in touch, uh, email the pod at, at lordsofdorktown at gmail.com. Man, that's all I got to say. Do you want to sign us off, Jero? Remember, guys, keep it dorky. You.